0: You're listening to the Quince
1: podcast. Okay, what do I say that will be acceptable? Because jokes, by their nature, are about poking fun at something or someone. You know, uh, then what does one do?
2: What is the purpose of satire? What is the purpose of a jester? The purpose is when the space is shrinking, you speak louder. I
0: feel like
2: uh, we
0: don't owe it to anyone to talk about India in a great light or in a bad light. We are just talking about our own
3: experiences. What can a comedian in India joke about that is acceptable to the audience and the public? The debate on this has been stirred time and again and was sparked once again on 16 November. Stand-up comedian Veer Das has been caught in a storm of applause and criticism on his recent stand-up video recorded at Washington DC's John F. Kennedy Center for Performing Arts, titled, I come from two Indias. In a six-minute video, Veer Das talks about the duality of India and speaks on topical issues that the country is facing from the pandemic to the farmers' protest and targeted attacks towards comedians as well. While many on social media have said that India can't take criticism and applauded Das for his candid words, the other side has condemned the comedian for generalising incidents and in projecting a negative image about India abroad. The negative comments and hate speech regarding his monologue reads to such an extent that at least two police complaints have been filed against Das for quote-unquote derogatory statements against India. In a clarification, Das on Twitter stated that his intention was to remind people that despite the issues, India is a quote-unquote great country and requested people to not be fooled by edited snippets. But the bigger question here is, is Das entirely wrong in saying what he did about India? If he is, do comedians need to start self-censoring themselves before they bring their material forward? What do comedians feel about this? We took these questions to stand-up comedians Neeti Palta, Sanjay Rajora and Agrima Joshua. are tuned in to The Big Story, the podcast where we dissect the headline-making news for you, and I'm your host, Imat. The debate on social media has now come down to whether Das insulted India or highlighted its truths. We took this question to Niti Palta, who has been in the industry for close to a decade and said that it was a very powerful performance and extremely hard-hitting.
1: I it got forwarded to me by a lot of people, uh, and I have to put it on record that my mother did not like it at all. Mm-hmm. However, I uh, I thought it was very powerful and he did address the thought in my head where he said it's not funny i know but this itself is the joke Mm -hmm. and i thought that was i mean as a writer i thought it was damn well scripted um and if the debate comes down to insulting india i would say he had pros and cons both it depends on you know what you give more importance to but it was to me extremely hard-hitting
3: We also took this question to Sanjay Rajora, who is a part of the comedy trio SETC Democracy, who felt that though the comments Das made are valid, but adds that when you're talking about multiple Indias, the most important thing which needs to be spoken about is caste, which Das missed.
2: I I personally think that, you know, what the comment he's making is valid, but uh, definitely has not covered the entire thing. Because it is not just about two Indias. There are many Indias here. And uh, first and foremost, and this has been highlighted in the, you know, this uh, recently uh, concluded ICC uh, T20 World Cup when people were taking knees, right? Indian team also took a knee for Black Lives Matter. So I I personally think that that, uh, when you talk about uh, multiple Indias, the most important thing that you talk about is caste right and so he did not talk about that but uh, irrespective of that whatever he talked about is still relevant you know it doesn't it doesn't mean that uh, uh, you know we ignore what are we doing to our women what are we doing to our minorities what are, what are we doing to you know uh, the way we are treating science and everything but I I personally feel that if you want to talk about two Indias, you have to talk about caste also.
3: Now, there has also been a lot of uproar on Veer Das's performance spreading a negative image and perpetuating stereotypes about India through his video. Many attacked Das for generalizing issues in India and some even labeled him as a terrorist. According to comedian Agrima Joshua, the responsibility for spreading a good or bad image regarding India does not rest with comedians. The is
0: you this, that comedians are not in any way activists or spokespeople for the country. For that, we have uh, a lot of politicians and a lot of people in high places who are doing a great job of representing the country, painting a good picture of the country. And uh, it's not our job to paint a bad picture. It's not our job to paint a good picture. We talk about our own experiences. And my experience, I'll talk about Veerdas will talk about being an Indian. You will not talk about being a Texan. Aditi Mittal, a few, and you're talking about diaspora. A few years ago, Aditi Mittal, to a British audience in front of Brit- British people, sat and talked about how her ability to speak so fluently in English is a result of so many hundreds of years of oppression and colonization. She said it in front of Brit- British people in their own country. It was a, it was because it is her experience. It is you carry your experience with you everywhere, so you talk about it. Nobody is trying to be an activist or a spokesperson for India. I think they are doing a great job. Uh, I think, uh, you know, the people who travel everywhere and hug politicians with or without masks, whatever. I think they're doing a great job of representing India. I feel like uh, we don't owe it to anyone to talk about India in a great light or in a bad light. We are just talking about our own experiences. And I'm sorry, when you, one line I remember that really hit home was we are a country where uh, we, there was some, again, some contrast that he was trying to draw any point that we also attack comedy, break down comedy venues if we are upset at a joke. And I'm like, you proved it, right? How did you, how is it, how did you come out and say that this is not who we are? When you're proving exactly the truth so this narrative outside see the diaspora i understand uh, you know the nris from what i understand a little of them my cousins and all um, there is a great need to consistently be proud of your culture and because there's an identity issue but being proud of your culture does not mean you have to ignore what's going on and since when did it become uh, patriotic to support your government and not your people You don't love 90% of the people in the country, and then you say that I love my country and I don't like these 90% who I consider to be anti nationals. Then I'm sorry. Then loving the government is not, we are not supposed to be servants of the government. The government is supposed to be our be listening to us. And when we discuss, when we talk about problem that the government must fix, they should be out there trying to fix the problem, not saying (laughs) cubney.
3: Palta adds that it does not matter anymore that if comments are made outside India or inside, given that India is a country that is discussed worldwide and the news does not stop at its borders.
1: Uh-huh. So, uh, uh-huh. and honestly, look, I have a lot of national pride. I literally bleed. I am uh-huh. a fogey brat myself. Uh-huh. So now the thing is, it's an international world now. You can't yeah. say that you think news of India is limited to India's borders. Uh-huh. And, you know, it's a ridiculous statement to even make, that why The fact is, he said it's good why don't you it? And, you know, India is a country that people know about, talk about, and know things about. And they're tuned into India. That yeah. in itself is a huge thing. And I, I really don't get this, you know, this is what happened, that is what I don't know, hmm. man. It's,
3: But do the growing attacks and criticism, which have also extended to death threats now, signal that comedians in India now need to self-censor themselves? Speaking about negative feedback in general, Neetipalta said that it's not a bad idea to self-censor yourself, given that everyone nowadays has an opinion on everything.
1: Well, actually, because I am mentioning pros and cons, Hmm. the uh, pro is that yes, we are all self-censoring a little, which I think is not such a bad idea considering everyone and their aunties calling themselves a comedian mm-hmm. but uh, and also unfortunately uh, irresponsible statements uttered by them kind of uh, down on us mm. you know the whole industry suffers because of uh, people like that mm. however uh yes the mood is also like okay what do i say that will be acceptable because jokes by their nature are about poking fun at something or someone you know uh then what does one do because mm. even the cheaty uh, cheaty hati jokes mm-hmm, uh, uh, if an ant could talk it can file for defamation i don't know you know it's getting out of hand mm. again what i also want to say is that recently i my view, like you know I, you have to crack a joke if you're a comedian you crack a joke about what you feel or yeah. what you're going through or what you experience what else do you draw on in your comedy material right mm-hmm. uh so i remember making some silly joke about uh you know how i went to a party recently and mm-hmm. i met a whole bunch of artists and journalists and yes, um uh, yes, yeah. And then I was like, for a second, I thought I was in jail. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, so I actually got a response on a very supportive platform like (laughs) Twitter, which basically, but uh, again, my point is be offended by the truth in the joke rather than the joke itself Mm -hmm. and do something about the truth in the joke rather than the joke itself. And the response I got was, you know, the fact that you get to make this joke in itself tells you that you have more freedom than you thought. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, that should be the norm rather than... Mm. rather than the uh, exception. You know, why is it a huge favour that you are letting me Mm. talk? I mean, we won our independence in 1947, not 2014, as Mm. opinions differ. (laughs) (laughs) So, I found that ridiculous, that I should have to, you know, be grateful to be allowed to talk.
3: Narrating her experience as a stand-up comedian in India, Agarima Joshua says that she has switched to becoming a live comic since there is kind of an agreement between the audience and the comic regarding the nature of the material.
0: Putting your material online is a very dangerous thing. We've seen, we're living in a world, we're living in a post-truth world, where they can take clips of your video, edit it in such a way to make it look like you said something far more outrageous and more insulting than what it actually was. People don't know us. First of all, we have to understand, people don't know who we are. There is no context in our lives. To an average person in India, uh, this person speaking in English to an urban audience is clearly mocking the sentiment of this country. The understanding of this culture is very poor amongst these people for them. For them, they think we don't understand the culture of this country. We are just city people sitting around, which is probably the truth. And at the same time, it is, it's a mix of truth and a false narrative that's allowed. So what I read, Aviv Das's statement, and he said that, please don't fall for little snippets and footage that's taken out of context and put. And yeah, that is very true. So I feel like I have decided that I will never put up videos online. I want to be a live comic and the people who want to watch me perform, I want them to consensually come in and watch me perform. The people amongst the comedy uh, uh, people think the mood is more about what we should be careful about saying on video when we are recording. And because I've rarely ever seen a live comedy show going badly. Because the audience that comes to watch you, no matter where you are, whether it's Indore, whether it's Mumbai, whether it's Srinagar, they all came to watch you. They'll find you funny, they'll find you unfunny, depends. But they are not going to, they know what they have signed up for. They know what they're going to come and watch. Putting things online is always a risk because you don't know how, what kind of people you're exposing yourself to. It's understood. It's very much in character for me to come out and Say that I believe in um, freedom of speech, but for some for some artists, I, under- I can understand what are their uh, what are the repercussions. Now, one tweet may not cost me anything, one message or one phone call, and one very public video will not cost me anything. But there are some people for whom many things are on the line.
3: But the larger question, which hovers above the criticism, is whether the space of political comedy has shrunk in India. Sanjay Rajora believes that the space for satire and political comedy can never shrink and the people who try to suppress this kind of comedy are not brave.
2: No, I don't think so. First of all, I personally think what Veer Das said at Kennedy Center was very personal. I mean, he has a right to say that and he he comes from, I mean, uh, he comes from a genuine uh, space where he's missing the lost India, right? and and uh, to jo usne bola wo wo bilkul uh, koi galat nahi bola hai halanki matlab jaisa ki maine pehle bola ki usne caste ko kya, but uh, hum kisi ko ye of course to kar nahi sakte hai ki aapne ye bhi bolna ye bhi bolna, ye bhi bolna. Or, jo, ye, jo space aap bol rahe it is shrinking or something is happening what what is the purpose of satire what is the purpose of a gesture? the purpose is when the space is shrinking you speak louder you refine your language so much that the king in the court says that usko bol do ke the emperor is naked. So the space for satire and comedy can never, never shrink. The more oppressive the regime is, the, the more talented and more funny the jesters are. And if space shrink, you want? You want a utopia? You want a, a want an utopia, where आप आपको परसिक्यूट नहीं करेगा आप कुछ बोलेगा नहीं और फिर आप जोक सुनाओगे देन इट इज द सेम ना मतलब कि एक देन उसमें क्या जोक्स होता है अगर आप देखें सेफ जोक्स क्या होते हैं सेफ जोक्स होते हैं अमीर गरीब लोअर कास्ट अपर कास्ट रिलीजियस तो आप ये करोगे उसके लिए तो हमारे यहां फिल्में और बन चुके हैं एक तरह को कर दिया चुका है. ये ये जो लोग है ना हिम्मत भाई मैं आपको बताऊं ये जो लोग जो अब ये बकवास करते हैं कि कॉमिक्स को ऐसे आ, सप्रेस करा जा रहा है ना एक्चुअली ये ब्रेव ही नहीं है इनमें इनमें हिम्मत नहीं है ये बहादुर नहीं है इनको डर लगता है ये चाहते हैं कि ये ये चाहते हैं कि ऐसा माहौल हो जहां पे हमें कोई परसिक्यूट को करे तो भाई अगर ऐसा होगा तो आपकी हमको तो जो भी हां जो जो भी ये बोल रहा है जो भी ये बोल रहा है कि कॉमिक्स को स्टाइफल करें तो, क, क, तो करियर हो क्या कॉमिक कोई करियर नहीं है अगर आपको करियर चाहिए तो एमबीए कर लो ये ये हिंदुस्तान के अंदर ये बदकिस्मती इस मुल्क की ये है सर कि यहां पे एवरीथिंग जो है ना पोस्ट लिबरलाइजेशन इस नहीं, नहीं, is इट है you one has to tell the emperor that the emperor is naked if if you can't do that if you can't do that then i'm i'm sorry i'm not interested in what you're saying i will not come and watch what you're saying and then you can't complain i'm sorry while a section
3: of social media has described veirdas's performance as venomous and inflammatory and the other side has applauded him for his bravery whether he was wrong to say what he did is still up for debate if you like listening to this episode, please subscribe to The Big Story for episodic updates. We're available on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, GeoSavon, and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms. For other podcasts, please log on to the Quinn website. And for any feedback, please shoot an email to podcast at thequinn.com.